Hey y'all, and welcome to another episode of Socially Simplified. I'm so happy that you're here with me today. Grab a drink or a snack or get on with whatever you were doing before listening, and let's get right into it. Okay, wow, wow, wow. It has been a while now. Um, I'm guessing around three weeks. Um, sorry for the delay. I said I would be taking two-week breaks, and then I just didn't feel motivated at all last week because I tried to film with another friend, and that didn't work out either, so... I'm alone again, but I'll try and get my friends in sometime or another and get this podcast to be a little more interesting so you guys don't have to hear my boring voice for like half half an hour leading up to an hour. Okay, so in the past three weeks, a lot has happened. Like, wow, 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 a lot has happened. So before we get in with the drama... Um, I just want to say that I will be making a separate episode on the drama that happened with Nessa, Mads, Josh, and Jaden. And if you don't know what's going on, either you just don't catch up with drama or you're living under a rock. Probably you don't catch up with TikTok drama, but like that, there is so much going on. Okay, so... Uh, let's begin. This was around three weeks ago when I first started, like, collecting all the drama that happened. So, um, Mads Lewis has officially joined Just a House LA. So, congrats to her. Um, I don't know why there are so many content creator houses, because honestly no one cares about them, and the only relevant one is the Hype House, because Vinny's in it, but that's besides the point. Um, Addison Ray was at Sydney Carlson's birthday with Kylie Jenner, so please stop going to parties, I'm just gonna ask respectfully. Uh, Olivia Ponton has a girlfriend, so congrats to her. And there was another party that was held, and people there included Taylor Holder, Bryce Hole, Lil Nas X, Quen Quen Blackwell, I think? Maddie Monroe, Christopher Romero, um, and then Maddie commented that she wasn't with him because, um, they're, they're like, they, they used to date and they don't anymore. And she comments that she wasn't with him, passed by him on the stairs, and shouldn't have gone to the party in the first place. I apologize. And Devin Winkler, who was also there, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that, um, she said, yeah, this was stupid of me, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know when people are gonna start realizing that, um, you need to stop going to parties and that... Honestly, the amount of times influencers have said sorry and then they just don't, like, learn from their mistakes is just really stupid. Okay, so, a little upsetting drama, at least to me. There's drama with the New Jersey boys, I believe. I call them the NJ boys. I'm pretty sure it's New Jersey boys. I don't know, whatever. So, it's like, um, if you don't know, New Jersey boys are like Mattia Polibio, Alejandro Wazirio, uh, Carrie Cosentino, Alvaro Romero, you know, like, those people. <laughs> so, um, it started when Mattia replied to a comment that was wondering why he wasn't with the boys anymore, and he replied to it saying, Money and fame didn't get to my head, I just like associating myself with people who have been with me at my lowest points, caught off people who don't give a fuck about me. And then Alvaro Romero commented, bruh. Sounds a lot like me, but... And then Alejandro Rosario said, bruh, again. Carrie Constantino said, okay. And then on her spam, Celia Broad who, uh, she's this really complicated. I think she dated, like, Mattia, and then she dated, like, Carrie or something. On her spam, she posts, It's taking so much for me not to open my mouth in the drama right now. Anyways, I love you, Mattia. Good job making five weirdos have a platform. 
I don't know why Celia's dragged herself into this, but she has, and I just find it really dumb because, you know, she doesn't need to. And then, uh, we have a huge breakup over here. So, I'm trying to get through my own handwriting. I, I can't recognize my own handwriting. So, um, Charlie, so, uh, Taylor has a reality show with, like, a triller or something, like, the knockoff TikTok. Um, like, it's like a triller compound reality show, that's what it's called. Um, and she posts uh, a story, um, after a clip with Taylor Holder crying and talking about the breakup, like, was, like, released. Um, so she said, just because my side of the breakup wasn't filmed doesn't make it less relevant. I try to keep the details of my relationship offline, so please be sensitive to my feelings. This hasn't been easy for anyone, and people constantly bringing it up has been one of the hardest things ever. Uh, just keep that in mind, especially the quote, um, uh, I try to keep the details of my relationship offline. Just keep that in your head. Uh, and then Charlie and Taylor unfollowed each other, and then she posted a video on her story, which, to sum it up, she said she doesn't share much from her private life, and she does not like doing that. And she announced that she will be taking a break for a little while, and she, she then says, I sacrifice almost everything about my life for my job. I love social media, but I would never use it as a way to exploit or profit off of a personal relationship. I just need to get back to myself and my real friends. I'll be back. I just need some time. And then Taylor Holder replies saying, Charlie was completely aware of what happened on the show, so she lied. And she got an offer to be paid to be on the show, and she turned it down, even though Taylor wanted her to be a part of it. He says that he doesn't want her to get hate. He says he wants her happy and he's not going to let himself be bashed by anybody. And then Charlie responded. She wasn't speaking out of emotion, which is something that Taylor said, and she was speaking of something that actually happened. She wasn't told he was going to be caught crying on the show and she believes she should have been showed the episode before it was uploaded. And that he said no to deleting the story that he posted and she said he wasn't being a good friend to her. And then he responded again, saying... She was the person who wanted to keep it offline, but she kept making it an online thing, which is what I mentioned before. Um, and she said that she wanted him to defend her, so he posted that story. And then he says that she lied about him saying no to defending her. And then Charlie Jordan replies again and says no amount of money could get her to be on a reality show. And she said he wouldn't listen to her, so that's why it was taken online. And then they refollowed each other. So I think that was kind of like the end of it. But like, what's really stupid is that like... She said she wanted to keep it offline, and then they were kind of just responding back and forth um, to each other, like, from, like, via Instagram stories, and I feel as if they could have just called each other instead of, like, bringing everything to social media. Uh, and then um, Taylor Holder commented on a photo that the Hollywood Fix took of him, uh, where him and Sahni Amher? where they went on a walk together after getting drinks, and he commented, she is very happy in a relationship, and there is absolutely nothing going on here. We are both friends and just ran into each other at Dog Pound, the gym. I don't know why the gym is called Dog Pound, but okay. And grabbed a quick coffee before I went to set for my show. Please don't assume stuff, which I 100% agree with. Stop assuming things and keep your relationships offline, ladies and gentlemen. I have a group chat is blowing up. This is why I put my phone on silent. Uh, next, um, Avani unfollowed Emily Zilber, then tweets, and now that, that there was a last straw, and then she commented, please do not question me on anything, I do not want to talk about it or even have to think about it, love you all. And then to clear up the tweet about it being the last straw, she said, this is about my back. 
I can barely get out of bed this morning. And she said, she then liked a post that said that fans needed to stop assuming things and judging them, uh, that being Emily and Ivani, and that they know that the two girls like keeping things offline and there's no need to make anyone uncomfortable and to just be respectful. And then um, Ivani duetted a TikTok that said, you changed, uh, but no, I heard the things you said about me. And then someone commented about it saying, like, oh, you like to keep this offline, then why'd you post this? And she replied to that saying, who is this about then? Because I didn't say anyone. Can I not post relatable stuff like everyone else? Stop investing into my life so much, you're not going to get anywhere with it. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I feel as if this has been happening for a while now. Like, they unfollowed each other, like, a while ago. Um, and then I think they refollowed each other again, but I don't really know what's happening. And I don't really care because, like, it's kind of like their life and I don't really, like, want to get into it. Um, next thing, Jeffree Star got into a car crash. I'm going to keep my mouth shut on this one because I do not want to say anything I'm going to regret. Um, and some drama between Addison and Bryce. I might talk this, I might talk about this on the episode about the whole Mads and Jaden whatever drama. Um, so someone sent something into TikTok room saying she was with him the whole time, like saying like Addison was with Bryce Hall's best friend. Um, that she followed him on Instagram and she liked his recent post in under a minute. And then after that, Bryce tweeted out, um, effing me, you know, stinky word that my parents will kill me if I say, um, effing me, telling me you love me and then sneaking around with someone else that hurts. And then after that, Keemstar tweeted out, just confirmed with a very, very credible source, Addison Ray is in fact dating Jack Harlow. I'm sorry, but when someone uses very, 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 and then they, like, proceed to, like, state, like, a fact or something, I just don't believe them, like, like, okay, come on, um, if I went up to you and I was like, um, by the way, I just got from a reliable source that, um, my friend is dating a man, um, and then compare that to, yo, I just... Um, confirmed with a very, 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 very reliable source that my friend is dating a man. Tell me which one would you would agree with more, like you would like believe more, because I'm sorry, but if you use very like a lot in a sentence, like just please shut up, no one's gonna believe you. <laughs> and something that was announced yesterday, Hype House is filming a Netflix show. I don't know who that's directed to, but I know for a fact that I'm not not going to watch it. Maybe because of Vinny. Maybe because I just want to laugh at how bad it's going to be. Or how good. You never know. But I'm guessing that it's just going to get a lot of hate, you know. But more Vinny content, I guess. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, look at the bright side. Okay, took a small water break. Anyways, uh, y'all remember our Wattpad story? So, uh, right now, it's our third task to, like, get into the CIA or something. Um, and if you don't remember, we were made to go with a partner and spy on a trained CIA agent for, like, three hours, I think, uh, but we had to stay within some sort of, like, uh, radius measurement, I, I, God, I don't know what's going on with me today, but, um, we were spying on a woman. Um, she was sitting at a park, she looked a little suspicious, as if she was waiting for someone, at least I think that. 
Um, we are currently on chapter 8, and um, at the end of the chapter, Ace pulled us into his lap and gave us a little kiss on the forehead. So let's see what happened. So this is chapter 8, Kisses is Tactics. Care to explain what's going on, I seethe? Ace's arms are wrapped tightly around my waist. I try to push him off of me, feeling hard muscle underneath the shirt in the process, but it's futile. Ace refuses to let me go. My heart starts to race, partly because of the mission, and partly because of the little distance between us. What's more disturbing, I liked the kiss. As you should, Miss Girl. Ace's signature golden eyes are glazed. They rake over me in infatuation. What the hell is going on? Instinctively, I slap him to try to get answers. Ace, always being one step ahead, stops my wrist before I can hit him. His eyes darken slightly. Ayo, hey, why is Ace kind of cute? Like, I low-key want to date him. <laughs> Don't say anything, Cupcake, he whispers gravely into my ear. The sound is so soft that it borders inaudible. Ace's breath leaves a trail of warmth down my neck. When he's sure I'm going to shut up, he fumbles through his pocket for a pen and a piece of paper. Why'd you just have a pen and a piece of paper on your pocket? Is that like a CIA agent thing, or is just that just like me just not being normal? Or is Ace just not normal? Anyways, Ace scribbles something down, then passes me the note. Miyazaki is wearing earbuds. Miyazaki is the lady we're, um, like, watching, you know, the CIA agent. Those aren't just any earbuds. They allow her to listen to any noise in a 50-feet radius. Don't say anything that will give us away. Just observe. And for F's sake, stop hitting me. My eyes go wide. Then Ace's sudden, um, intimate behavior suddenly made sense. To any onlooker, we seem like a normal couple. After all, PDA naturally makes other people look away from you. It was the perfect guys. I take the pen from him to write. Was it really necessary to pull me into your lap, though? It was the only thing that would make you shut up. Besides, don't pretend like you didn't like it. Mans is flirting with us. Loki kind of happy about it. When I read the note, my face goes absolutely red. Judging by the smirk on his face, Ace wholeheartedly knew the effects of his actions. Stop finding excuses to touch me, banana bread. You're starting to seem more desperate than a telemarketer for shitty insurance. He winks. I can feel your every physiological reaction. You're literally in my lap. Say some of that sass for the bedroom. Oh! Okay. Fuming and flushed, I quickly jump from his arms. Thirty feet away, the man that was sitting next to Eve Miyazaki suddenly gets up to leave. He wore a baseball cap, a dark hoodie, and jeans. Ace and I couldn't hear any of their conversations since we didn't have any gadgets. Nor could we see any of the man's features. He was clearly skilled in avoiding all civilians. The whole interaction appeared innocent enough. It was just a regular conversation between two people. Though I couldn't help but shiver when the man walked away. Eve Miyazaki sat motionlessly, sit still at the bench, overlooking the serene water. She undoes her bun, letting her raven hair cover her neck once again. A cold feeling seeped further into my veins with every passing, with every passing second. It's probably just anxiety, Octavia. Eve's got this under control. Besides, if she needs help, the CIA will get her. Asus tap shakes me from my nervousness. He shows me his watch, now reading... Zero, 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 zero. It isn't like there was like no time left. We successfully finished our test. I, Octavia Snow, was officially a CIA agent. Y'all, 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 we did it. We did it, y'all. Gold glistened when I held my badge up to the sun, and when it turned slightly, I, it would catch more shine. Parts of the etched writing were raised as I ran my hands across the text. Special Agent Snow, it read. The badge in my head signified I was finally a spy, though more importantly for me, it signified that I had successfully evaded prison. Congratulations, recruits, the director smiles. All of you have passed. Get ready, rest up. Tomorrow you will be... 
You will be given your first debriefing. Our first debriefing tomorrow. Can't we take a break? Chase groans. The director throws Chase major side-eye. You're here to work for the government on a special ops team, not to attend summer camp. By the expressions engraved on everyone's faces, we all wanted to celebrate tonight. I flash my best smile to the director. You're right. My agreement surprises everyone. I continue. Can't we go to a nice restaurant tonight? Ace and I make eye contact. Come on, he says, catching on. Let me take the recruits downtown tonight to reward them. I'll keep an eye on them. The director sighs, indicating compliance. Fine, but don't try anything, Snow. The director then becomes Ace to speak with him individually. The two exchange whispered words, and the director eventually nods. Leave it to Ace to convince anyone of anything. The director was right not to trust me. I was intent on celebrating the only correct way, with alcohol. As we should. But alas, the director wouldn't be overly amenable to our request of being let loose in a club. Such a little white lie isn't a bad thing, right? Especially if the reward is a nice martini. And I know what you're thinking. I drink enough booze to suffice an alcoholic's anonymous intervention. Maybe I do have a problem. Though I'll deal with that problem after I leave the CIA. After the director and a SWAT team had left, Ace told us that the directors was that the director was pleasantly surprised with how well we were adjusting to one another. The entire agency apparently thought that at least one of us would murder a teammate out of sheer boredom, because that's what criminals do for fun. Okay, maybe Xavier. That night we go to a club five blocks away from our building. Smoke rushes in from the corners of the room while the smell of alcohol hits us like a truck once we enter. The dimly light space is filled with other patrons who are patrons, patrons, whatever, who are grinding against each other on the dance floor, tying it all together like a poorly wrapped gift with a blinding strobe lights hanging from the ceiling. We are lucky enough to get a table where we can almost hear each other in the chaos. Everything here is expensive. All the drinks cost more than $30. For a poor college student, $30 would provide enough alcohol for a week. Wait, I say, who's paying today? This entire project is paid for the CIA. We don't want your cars to have any activity that can be tracked, Ace responds. I was suddenly glad I got kidnapped by Ace. Well, in that case, let's make a wager. Sky raises an intrigued eyebrow. What were you thinking? Let's play tap out. You basically drink until... Until I have to tap out. Xavier deadpans me. That doesn't really sound like a game. I groan. If we're being completely honest, I just want an excuse to drink. Ace grins. Add a girl. Ah! Yes! Call me girl. I'm sorry. I'll shut up now. I'm very sorry. I'll be designated... Driver, to make sure you guys don't die, I don't drink, Sky smirks. Plus, it would be fun to take videos of you guys making stu- stupid decisions. Chase grumbles. I hate drinking games. I'm a lightweight when it comes to drinking, and only drinking. This comes as a surprise to me. Since you are a gang leader, I kind of just assumed you'd be able to hold your alcohol. Oh, please. That's the only That's the only case... Oh, good lord. That's only the case with characters created by authors in books. Xavier non- non- nonchalantly downs a shot of clear liquid. Shut up and drink. Okay, so let's just go over what we just read. Um, we're part of the CIA now. Um, we're drinking, and I think Miyazaki's gonna betray the CIA. Because, come on, don't tell me the guy she was hanging with, hanging with wasn't, like, just a little bit shady, you know? Also, it's around 7.45 now. Um, you know what's done in the freezer? My yogurt bark. I'm so excited to taste that. I saw it on TikTok. I I was, like, familiar with it. I'm sorry, I need this water. I was familiar with, like, what bark is. Um, because I used to make chocolate bark, but I saw, like, yogurt bark, and she was like, it's under 100 calories. I was like, oh. So, like, you... Why am I sharing this recipe? I don't know. So, you get, like, baking paper, you put on a plate, and then you get yogurt, and you, like, spread it out, and then you put, like, berries... And then I put honey. And then I put sprinkles because I got carried away, but whatever. And then you put it in the freezer for like an hour and a half. 
and then boom, you can like break it and eat it. I used to make um choc- cho- chocolate bark. <laughs> so uh, basically, you um melt chocolate, white uh what white milk dark whichever one you want, or you can add like a mix because I usually do a mix. Um, and then you put it on parchment paper, and you melt it, and then you, like, pour them on top of each other, and then you get, like, a toothpick, you do a little bit of, like, a swirl. Did my chair just break? No, we're good. And then you do, like, a little bit of, like, a swirly pattern with, like, a little toothpick, and then, like, you can put, like, marshmallows, sprinkles, more chocolate chips, candy, whatever you want, and then, um, you let it sit, or you can freeze it, and then you break it, and you eat it. And that is the best thing you're ever going to make. It's literally, like, so delicious. And that is going to be it for this week's episode. Sorry I just, like, went MIA for, like, three weeks. But, like, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Song of the Week is Unforgettable, or Song of, like, Three Weeks, is Unforgettable by French Matana and Sway Lee. Um, Follow me on TikTok, Selena Ilya, and on Instagram, Selena Ilya underscore. uh, Like, keep up with me. Keep up with my socials. I don't really post a lot anymore. That's a lie. I always post my stories, but whatever. So follow me on there. Um, I'll see you guys in like two weeks, I guess. If you have any suggestions for what I can do on the podcast, I am down for any of them. So DM me. And also, if you would like the link to send in a confession or a story or a question, DM me on Instagram again. Um, Wishing you all a great two weeks until I see you again for those celebrating Easter these few weeks. Uh, I mean, next week, sorry. Um, Happy Easter. Uh, Wishing you all the best. And those who have a two-week spring break, um, enjoy it. I love you guys. Thank you.